podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. With me, 20 days away from his pay-per-view fight with Tyron Woodley, live on Showtime, Mr. Jake Paul. How are things, Jake? Good, man. Can't complain. I'm living the dream. This is the best job in the world. And I'm, I'm 20 days away from the biggest moment of my life and the biggest accomplishment of my life, which will be beating Tyrone Woodley in my hometown. The feeling of that is something I've been dreaming of. But when I'm actually feeling it and I'm standing victorious on those ropes, I, I don't know. I might start crying or some shit. The legends of this sport have headlined Showtime pay-per-views. I mean, you're in your third professional fight. And you're doing so against a very, very seasoned combat star in Tyron Woodley, be it an MMA fighter. But has, that, has it sunk in yet, Jake? What's actually happening here? You know, a bit. I, I think it's. I think it's slowly starting to as as this career path goes on, and and my uh, my manager, um, you know has told me like factually I am the most impactful three and O boxer in the history of the sport, just from what I've accomplished from both the business side of things to actually just media attention from the pay-per-view sales all the way to the content views, the press conferences. And so, you know, he tells me that and I'm kind of like, okay, dope. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I actually am the most impactful three and O boxer this sport has ever seen, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like the same old kid from Ohio and I'm just <laughs> happy to be here. It's as if you've kind of unlocked the key, like a secret code that a lot of fighters haven't. And you're, you're as I said, three and O headline and showtime pay-per-view. However, how important is it to you that you're accepted by boxing fans i mean by hardcore i feel like you are getting more accepted in the boxing community when you first yeah. into the sport i'm sure you realize that too but is that important to you jake to be accepted by the boxing fans I, you know it would be nice like it, it would be nice if they could maybe look at me from a different lens and see what i'm trying to do which is just bring more eyeballs to the sport, give boxing a breath of fresh air and to bring my 60 million social media followers and convert them into boxing fans so that this sport can grow as a whole. And, you know, I'm advocating for, for changes to be made in this sport. Uh, I'm, I'm advocating, you know, for fighters to, look at how they brand themselves differently. I'm, I'm telling them about marketing, social media. Like I'm just trying to make a change. And I love this sport so much. It's saved my life. I respect the sport and I put the time in, into the gym, sparred thousands of hours. Um, and so it would just be nice for them to look at it from a different lens and, and, and see that. As I said, this is a big step up because Woodley is a very experienced guy. However, people are going to say he isn't a boxer. Do you think that acceptance will start rising once you do start fighting professional boxers, Jake? 
Yeah, look, I mean, I'm just getting warmed up with what I can do and I'm just getting started. I'm only 24 years old and I'm trying to do as many fights as possible and fight as many people as possible. And Tyron's been boxing longer than I have. He was winning UFC championships, knocking people out with punching, boxing, while I was, you know, on Disney Channel doing the Hi, I'm Jake Paul, you're watching Disney Channel. So he's been boxing longer than me. Um, and I'm taking this, you know, one fight at a time and I'm increasing the level of my opponents each time. And most boxers at the three and oh, four and oh, five and oh, six and oh, seven and oh stage are fighting people who are put into the ring to lose just so that those professional fighters can build their records up and get those knockouts. That's not what I'm doing. I'm, I'm trying to fight hard, tough people, challenge myself and sell massive pay-per-views because no one's going to tune in if it just, if they just know I'm going to knock this guy out right away. So um, the, the level of opponents will increase and yeah, I will be fighting professional boxers. Like I see what people say. They say, fight a real boxer, fight a real boxer. Soon come, man. I, just take a deep breath because I'm just getting started. Well, uh, that brings me on to who's on your undercard. We know Tommy Fury's done a two-fight deal with Showtime. He goes up against uh, Anthony Taylor, someone you know very well, of course. Uh, have you got a prediction for that fight? Your honest thoughts on that fight, Jake? Yeah, look, I think, it, I think it'll be a, a, a dog fight. And Anthony Taylor is, is that he's a dog. He's going to, he's going to come forward for be relentless. His cardio is really good. Um, and I think this one will go to the judges and I think it will be a split decision victory for Anthony Taylor. Um, and you will see, you know, Rocky, Anthony Taylor upset, uh, Ivan Drago, uh, Tommy Fury. So that's my prediction. Okay. Okay. I appreciate that. But for the purpose of this interview, let's just say Tommy is victorious. You're victorious both on August 29th. Is that next? Look, we're, yeah, we're both, we're both supposed to win, right? We're both expected to win. Um, so if, if, and when that does happen, I think we have to see what makes sense when that fight will take place you know, his, his team even has been a little bit shaky, even with this, getting him on the card and getting him over to the U S they weren't like 100% like, yeah, let's do this. This is the road to fight Jake Paul. It was, a, it was a bit of back and forth. And, um, I am ready to fight whoever, wherever, whenever I know that's a massive fight. He's on the hit list and, um, it, it, it makes a ton of sense and he's a real boxer. So who knows what will happen? He made some comments to me recently, made some comments to Sky Sports as well, saying that he wants to break every bone in your face. I'm sure you would have seen it. Have you got a response to that, Jake? Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, he, you know, he, he uh, went into his last fight, uh, a four-round fight against a kid who isn't me, and he couldn't stop him or break a single bone in his face. You know, I, uh, I want to see a rainbow and go to the end of the rainbow and find a pot of gold. But some things in life just don't happen. 
Okay, okay. Of course, uh, you and Anthony put out that video about a week ago uh, where you mentioned uh, Tommy's Mrs. Molly May. Um, are you trying to get under his skin? Is that is that all that is? Yeah, look, I mean, I, I'm just I'm just having fun. Like at the end of the day, I'm a troll, uh, you know, and, and I'm trying to entertain the the audience and have fun, make some jokes, talk some shit. Um, but I, you know, I'm, de I'm definitely under his skin. Like that that's what's funny about it is you can tell when someone is actually like affected by a shit talk and when someone actually like doesn't care, but Tommy's a, a, a young kid. Um, you know, I'm, I'm old, so I'm 24, but I've been through 10 times more things than what other 24 year olds have been. So like, I'm really like 30 at the end of the day. Uh, but Tommy's like a true, I think 21 or 22 year old. And so when, and he's, he's not used to playing on the level of playing field that I'm, I'm at, I'm at. And so I see the shit talk and I see it get under his skin and I know it like causes some issues with their relationship for sure. Obviously, uh, Frank Warren, his promoter came out and said that it's kind of unacceptable and disgusting. Um, did you see them comments from Frank Warren? I didn't, I didn't see it. What, what, what did he say? Just uh, he was asked about, um, you know, you mentioning Molly May, Tommy's missus, and and he said it was just unacceptable and disgusting. This is the fight game, man. It, you know, uh, if you want good sportsmanship, go go watch the Olympics. Everyone can shake hands and grab butts and uh, and be nice to each other. But um, you know, I, I could I could give a shit about what he thinks or uh, about my comments. Uh, get, get the fuck over it, old guy. Have you got uh, a message to Tommy Fury now, perhaps? Um, I, I say this to all my opponents or future opponents or people I talk shit with. Just enjoy the big stage. Enjoy your 15 minutes of fame while you can. Like, you, you might not even get through Anthony Taylor. So just enjoy it. Enjoy these, you know, enjoy the limelight. Enjoy the, the couple paychecks you're going to make here because it's going to be it's gonna be over very soon. So suck the most out of it that you can. And uh, don't, get, don't get too attached to being brought up to the big leagues because you're going to get shot back down to the minors pretty quickly here. Just a couple of uh, quick things before we wrap up, Jake. You were talking about your your media attention that you get at the start of this interview and, and the, the massive numbers you're obviously doing in this sport. Of course, Dana White recently came out and said that he feels like you're losing your media appeal. Were you surprised by that? Um, no, look, man. The, at this point, I think Dana White is my biggest fan. Like th this guy seems to know everything about me. He seems to know how much media attention I'm getting. Uh, he seems to be following my fights. Uh, he talks about me more than he talks about any of his other UFC fighters. This guy is my, this Dana White is a fanboy for Jake Paul. So look, he, I, I honestly, my message to him is Dana, like if you're such a big fan, just ask me for an autograph, bro. Just, DM me like, don't, don't be afraid. You know, my manager, you know, the people on my team, if you want to autograph or like a personalized video, just, just ask for it, man. Do you think the Conor McGregor fight is still realistic? 
You know, I do. Uh, you know, the bottom of my heart, I, I, the, the answer is yes. I just don't want to fight um, a, a loser, a loser guy like like Conor McGregor. You know, like he, he he's just a loser. He sort of lost his his spunk. I don't want to fight him out of like pity or fight him, you know, as like a, as like a money fight. If I'm, if I'm going to fight him, I want it to be like a real pro fight where he's in hella good shape and he's on a roll and we're really going at it. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens, but I, I do think there's a big business with that fight and I, I don't think he'll be able to, to deny that business and deny that check. Okay, well, Jake Paul, appreciate your time on IFL TV. Best of luck in your hometown uh, against Tyron Woodley, August 29th. Obviously, it's on Showtime pay-per-view. BT Sport back in the UK. Just a quick message to, to fans who are perhaps talking about boxing fans here, debating about buying this card. Uh, tell them now why they should buy, it, buy this and tune into your fight. Look, it's an electric night, start to finish. Uh, you got young prospects, who are, who are from the UK coming up, uh, some MMA fighters, you know, world champion, Amanda Serrano, one of the best female fighters in history, Daniel Dubois, start to finish, and I'm going to knock out Tyrone Woodley. And so don't, don't, don't be looking for the remote. Don't be putting your chips in the dip because I'm going to knock them out blink. Okay, Jake, uh, listen, yeah, I appreciate it, man. See you in Cleveland. All right, top man, take care. Peace out, man. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.